Hot Springs Village Inside Out is a closer look at the greatness of Hot Springs Village, Arkansas and the surrounding areas, people, places, experiences. Hot Springs Village is one of the most beautiful places on earth. Join me, Randy Cantrell, and my co-host Dennis Simpson as we engage in weekly conversations to explore Hot Springs Village Inside Out. Today's show is brought to you by Central Arkansas's favorite radio station, KVRE. Find them on the dial at 92.9 FM. Stream them live at kvre.com. Remax of Hot Springs Village. The award-winning Remax of Hot Springs Village is the largest real estate office inside the village with over 30 full-time agents and support staff. Visit them to learn more about this beautiful place to solve your real estate needs. Call them today at 1-800-364-9007. Find them online at explorehsv.com. They are Remax of Hot Springs Village at 1-800-364-9007 or online at explorehsv.com. Ike Eisenhower State Farm. Ike and his award-winning team have been serving the insurance needs of folks all around Hot Springs Village since 1998. Ike has qualified for State Farm's President's Club, Chairman's Circle, and Hot Springs Village Insurance Agent of the Year. Call Ike Eisenhower State Farm today at 501-984-4100. That's 501-984-4100. Find them online at IkeEisenhower.net. Call them today for all your insurance needs because, like a good neighbor, Ike Eisenhower State Farm is there. So, Jerry, did you just learn to play the piano this last week? Actually, I've been working on this almost for four hours. I've been <laughs> Actually, I started playing piano when I when I was born. I never forget telling my mama I was about a year old, and I said, Mama, I'm going to learn to play the piano. And ever since then, me and Jerry Lee Lewis and all the guys that love the piano, this is what we've been doing. Yeah, I love doing it. been doing it a long time. Now, Jerry, if I'm not mistaken, I think I saw a uh, video of you at uh, uh, the Lafayette Music Room a while back, and you were celebrating your 50th birthday, your 60th. What was that number? I I forget. Actually, there's a rumor out there, and I don't know if it's true or not, but mom says I'm 80 years old. I I can't remember that many years, but it sounds like, you know, when I was 18 years old, I was down in Moon Lake playing piano with a guy named Harold Jenkins. Yeah. Conway Tweedy. Yeah. And then from there, just all history. It went from playing with around Harold and Jerry Lee Lewis and Johnny Cash and all the old favorites, you know. And I, I guess I'm one of the few guys left. So this show we're doing down in Hot Springs Village, I mean, these folks need to come out because, like, I'm the last of the, I'm the last man standing. That's what I call it. <laughs> Last man standing. You better come out. Let's have some, let's have some fun. 
Well, when we come out, we're going to come out for the Arkansas Heritage Festival put on by the Lifelong Learning Institute and the Entertainment Foundation. And we're going to be singing and playing where? We're going to be singing and playing where? Hot Springs Village. Is it the Woodlands Center? It's the Woodlands on the 25th, and I think it's 7 p.m. Is that correct? That's right, 7 p.m. And I got to tell you, if you if you miss this show, then everybody that goes to this show is going to call you and say, you know what? You missed the time of your life because you missed the Catawall brothers. The Catawall brothers. Now, it's Jerry and what's your brother's name? Jerry and Mike. Jerry and Mike's, Mike. Mike's, Mike's the drummer. He's been my brother. Uh, well, your whole been life. My brother most of his life, yes. <laughs> yeah. And people ask me, they say, Jerry, how'd you name the band? And I say, Mama named us. It was easy. She said, it was easy. So you knew you knew from there. Well, you talk about names because I there's uh, we have I can tell we're going to have to have other other meetings if you don't mind. But let's come back here real quick. Use that, that whole name, Jerry. You knew somebody else named Jerry. Or there's some other guy who played the piano a little bit like this. Who, who's that? Well, yeah, I was doing a show one time and a guy came up and watched my show. He liked the show a lot. So he started copying it a little bit. And then later I learned it was Jerry Lee Lewis. But. I didn't know him back in those days, but he become a fine entertainer, a good singer, and, and does a great show. Uh, I think he kind of overdone it with the wives, but everything else, he really does a good job. I still got the same wife for 60 years. 60 years, didn't I? 60 years. I told somebody the other day that I'd been married for 48 years, and they said, wow. And I said, well, not to the same woman, but you got the same woman going on, right? Absolutely. 48 years. Man, I got shoes that old. <laughs> I mean... That's no time at all to be married 48 years. Well, Jerry, tell me, tell me, so, what, tell me what kind of music the people coming up, we can hear what kind of music, but tell me what you, what, what will they enjoy? Like, what will they hear? What I, what I like best is, I describe it is, what most people do, Dennis, is they play the piano and the music goes out to the people through the soundboard. When yep. I play the piano, I love people, the people in my heart. When I play the piano, the music comes from me. It comes out of the piano through the keys to you. I give the music from my heart to the people in the public. It doesn't come out the piano. That's why when I do a show, anybody ever comes to my show always comes back. I can be 200 miles away, they're gonna come. The thing in Hot Springs Village, we want everybody to know who we are, that we're coming. I spent four years in Arkansas. I love Arkansas. I helped write and perform the song Short Squash Texan by Sonny Burgess and the Pacers. I played with Sonny Burgess and the Pacers. We played all over Arkansas. We played in Hot Springs for Miss Arkansas pageants. We played, uh, we, I played with the Pacers for, if you live in Arkansas and you were raised, I played for you, either your mama, your grandma, or your daddy, their high school graduation. I played from Newport to Little Rock to Mark Tree to Hot Springs. I love Arkansas. In fact, I actually played for two of your governors up there. Did you know? Yes, two of your governors. I'm not going to mention them because I don't want to get into politics. Well, but, exactly. And but, you don't want to, you don't want them getting in trouble after all these years either, right? That's right. I can't tell them. I can't tell them. But well, tell me, tell me this. I'm looking, so, coming, I'm looking forward to coming back to Hot Springs. I'm looking forward to coming back to Arkansas. I hadn't done a show in Arkansas in quite a while. Uh, most of my shows have been all over the world, really, Ireland, uh, England, uh, all over North America, Canada. I worked for a while with a group called The Band, 
before it was called the band, it was uh, Levon Hams and Ronnie Hawkins. And, you know, I lived in West Helena for years and years, and me and Levon and Ronnie Hawkins and Port Chop Markham and all those old boys around West Helena, Arkansas. We had a lot of fun, played a lot of music, and I'm just excited to get back to Arkansas. Well, I tell you what, I had the opportunity a few years ago in my IT role to go and work at the KIPP schools in Helena, which are a fantastic organization in West Helena and, and Helena. Uh, but I, you know, it took me a little while to kind of get my head around, okay, what all was happening down on Cherry Street? In, in oh, Helena? my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my Lord is the word. Oh, my Lord. What wasn't happening was the better question. Is that right? Yeah, I think you got to, if you really want to know about Helena, West Helena and music, you got to think of Charlie Halbert and uh, the Rainbow Inn, which was his his club there. And then his all, also was a motel. He put up Ronnie Hawkins, Conway Tweedy, all the band, myself, Jimmy Lou, uh, Lee, uh, all those guys stayed at the Rainbow Inn. Charlie Halbert loved music. You know, he, he was the one that had the uh, ferry that went across the river before they had the bridge. So exactly. he had a little money. So he loved music. He brought us all together. I lived in Rainbow Inn for about a year. He brought us all together, and we created all these bands all over Helena, West Helena, and then we went all over the world playing that music. But it come out of Arkansas. You know, the Mississippi Delta is famous for the music. But the, I had a musician one time tell me, I said, you know, I'm from Mississippi. I'm from Greenville, Mississippi. I'm from Mississippi Delta. He said, well, let me tell you something. I'm from West Helena. I'm from Mississippi Delta, too. Because he's talking about the Mississippi River. Sure, exactly, exactly. Well, where I was going with that was if you haven't had a chance, and I, I don't know, and I, I know it's politics or some answer I don't know, but Greenville, Mississippi has a fantastic museum to the blues, no question, absolutely Absolute. wonderful. Yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, that, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm in the museum. Well, the, I think the the big museum's in Leland. Yeah, but I guess my question is, is I don't know why it's there and it's not in West Helena because or Helena because. There was a, a hell of a hell of a lot of music coming out of there. I mean, oh, unbelievable. In the Delta, it was two spots. It was Greenville, Mississippi, and it was Helena, West Helena, where the bridge is. Now, the two things though they have in common, if you think about it, is they have a bridge crossing the river, so musicians could travel. We could move around and travel. So we, the people out of the Mississippi Delta, Greenville, Mississippi area, oh, you Leland, Leland, I mean, I, you could go on and on and on. You know, B.B. King, Muddy Waters, there, you know, all those guys. And, you know, I did a lot of shows with B.B. King when I was a kid, but at the Blues Festival. So, and right now you still got uh, uh, working out of there, oh, just a ton of blues musicians. And then what, the same thing was going on in West Helena, West Helena at the same time. And we would mix, the musicians would mix and play together. It was a great time. But the bad, kind of sad news is, I, I guess I could kind of be a historian because, most of those guys are gone. You know, Levon has passed away. Uh, of course, Conway's passed away. Of course, uh, uh, Sonny Burgess passed away. So there's a lot of legacy and that I still try to bring to my shows where I, I, I talk about those Arkansas musicians and Mississippi musicians, and then I play the same music we play. You, you're not going to hear any any uh, bebop music or anything. You, you're going to hear what you heard in the 60s and the 70s, music like this. Shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. What you love drives a man insane. Oh, what a thrill! Yeah, and we, uh, you, you got it. We're gonna have a lot of fun. I, I gotta tell you too, Dennis. I really appreciate you 
and, and my friend Robbie Deaton uh, over there and uh, all the contacts and, and the people that we know together. Of course, Marion Deaton, her husband, was one of my very, very friend, good, good friends. And I don't know if you ever saw Marion Smooth Willie's show, but he was the best Willie Nelson uh, tribute artist I think I ever met. I have heard that repeatedly. Unfortunately, I didn't meet him until after I didn't meet her until after he had passed. But, you know, Robbie's her own talent, too. And, man, she's really been instrumental in putting this together. I, my friend, am am simply blown away at the opportunity to be able to. I will be on the front row, if I can, well, on August the 25th. Well, uh, yeah, I'll throw women out to the crowd, not not handkerchiefs or scarves. <laughs> Should no, we put I, up? Should I we put up warning signs? Should we put up warning signs, Jerry? Is that what you're saying? I would say tell the people something real simple. I say, if you're coming here, the Catawar Brothers, fasten your seatbelt. Fasten your. I think we've already learned that in the last twenty you're minutes here. Fasten seatbelt. I, I have one just because I want to ask it on online and in front of everybody else. And, and I know, you know, Robbie and I were discussing a little of this before, and she is so wonderful for a girl from New York. She knows a lot about Arkansas music, if you know what I mean. I, and, and I asked her a question just kind of off the cuff. And I want to ask you the, is this and the whole line of guys that you discussed when we had uh, Free World and we had Rich Cushing on from across the street there at the the, the Blues uh, Boogie Rum Cafe? Uh, he was talking about how Elvis would come in and sneak in in the back of Beale Street and sit and listen to a lot of the bands, and that was one of his influences, which only stands to reason. Is is the music you're talking about? Are we following on to the Chitlin Circuit, or is this different? Is how is it? Well, what what we're doing, Mike and I, my brother, yeah, we're playing the same music and the same songs we played in the '60s and '70s. hadn't changed anything. We developed the style with just piano and drums that nobody can believe when they see it or hear it. They just say there's just two of y'all, but we just play exactly the music we played then. So it's part of the Chitlin circuit because that's kind of where our music came from in the '60s, '50s, and '60s. But that's what you're going to hear '50s and '60s. You know, things like. You're not going to hear that anywhere else on the show. You know that. But um, all the music, I think, developed out of those Delta musicians who were heavily influenced by the artists that had the blues in their background. We were listening. When everybody else was listening to, I guess, Top 40 and jazz, most of those guys in Helena, Arkansas, Greenville, Mississippi, were heavily influenced by the black artists who were playing blues, which just made your hair stand up when you heard it. It just moved your whole body. And so we we just we tried to learn that and blend that into what we we currently do. And Mike and I are probably I don't think there's anybody else in the world that's really still doing that. So if you say I'm honest when I say when you see what we do, you're gonna realize it's probably the last time you're ever gonna see it. Man, so and I, I, I got that impression. I was watching your show, the uh, Lafayette. Let, let's let's talk about here in just a couple of things where you'll be going after this, because if people miss you here, they would be have to go here or somewhere else to see you. But I want to talk right. about the Chitlin Circuit one more second, and that is d- define what you would consider the Chitlin Circuit. Well, many many years ago, uh, as you probably know, that the black artists didn't play in any of the white 
big clubs or country clubs. Back then, it's mostly country clubs and nightclubs that people had to go to. So they had to develop their own infrastructure that fit with their culture and whatever the political views were in those days. So uh, they were moving all over the United States playing music in places I wish I could have been there more and seen more. I, I, was, in, I was there some and seen some in later years in the 50s and 60s. But back in the 40s and 30s, those guys were playing some of the greatest music ever presented uh, in clubs that we never heard of, never went to, because the Chitlin Circuit was a place that was open to them. They had hotels that were open to them. They had restaurants that were open to them. But there was a very, very small number of those. So yeah. they traveled almost incognito most of the time. I, yeah. wish we, I wish we had more film and more music from those days. But I, I, we, we we were hearing that music as it become popular, and musicians like you know myself, Levon Hams, uh, Ronnie Hawkins, Conway Tweedy, we we took that foundation and tried to bring our style to that, which is what you hear today. Well, but but Jerry, you're being too modest because let me fill in the blank. While you and and your brother were listening to this, while Jerry Lee and everybody else was listening, the Stones, the Who. Oh. Eric, Eric Clapton, traffic. Oh. Let, let's go down the list. Th this music has affected the world, and people are like, oh, Dennis, what are you talking about? Uh, yeah, Robert oh. Johnson. I, I wish we had a decent picture of Robert Johnson so we could talk about going down to the crossroads that Mr. Eric Clapton wrote about. So many people, you know, we, we're dropped into history at different times. I get that. Yes. But so many people can tell you, oh, yeah, yeah, that great Eric Clapton song, Down to the Crossroads. They don't know. It's about Mr. Johnson selling his soul at the crossroads. For, to have that musical ability. This may not get on the may not get on the air, but I'm gonna tell you. Back in in the fifties, a friend of mine, drummer who's playing drums with me, his name's Paul Westbrook. Paul was our drummer of Alan Pace and the Bad Habits. And when we didn't have a show to do, we was trying to make money because we were kids. I was about 15, 16 years old. So we'd go to what you're calling the crossroads. There was a place there called Westbrook's Barbecue. Okay. And it was back then, it wasn't a lot of buildings there and a lot of businesses like it is today. And Paul and I, we had a portable piano on his drum, and we sat out on the street and we played at what you call the crossroads. And, and that's a true story. Now, the crossroads story is kind of a fable myth. Right. But let me tell you, right. the only musicians that I know played at the crossroads in the, back in the 50s was Paul Westbrook and me at Alvin Westbrook's barbecue joint. It was a drive-in, and the cars drove up and got served, and we played right out in front in the intersection of 49 and I think it's 61. 49 and so 61, yeah. You're actually talking to somebody that really did play what now is called <laughs> crossroads. I tried but to buy that. But you didn't sell your soul. You just had the musical ability in the first place, right? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna give you another example. Let's make it here. Watch this. Watch this. You know, I was born in Mississippi. Never had any piano lessons. And what I find interesting is I can play this piano, and I don't even know what I'm gonna play without looking at it. And still talk to Dennis at the same time. And the reason I did that to demonstrate, and the kid, I wouldn't have believed it. You said, Jerry, you, you've just got a gift. 
But at 80 years old, when I can do that, not know what I'm playing, look at you on the screen and talk to you at the same time, maybe there's a reason I'm doing this. And I think one of the reasons is I make people smile. And that's why I'm coming to Hot Spring Village. I'm coming there to make y'all smile. I think it's as simple as that, Jerry. I really do. Man, I could go on for hours. I, I, we need to chop and let you run. I know you got to catch a plane. Hold the poster yeah. up one more time. Jerry Cadwall and Mike, you're going to be here August the 25th. We're going to be at the Woodlands. Buy your tickets now at HSV Lifelong Learning Institute, HSV LLI, or go to HSVTicketSales.com. HSV Ticket Sales. Jerry, it has been an absolute pleasure. And I mean it, brother. I'm going to reach back around. More, more, I got to add this. Yes, yeah, please. This is an opportunity of a lifetime for our hearts to touch. You need to come out and see us. If you don't have money for tickets, get my address from Dennis, and I'll send you a ticket because you need to see this show. You know what, Jerry? I, you know, I, I literally love you for that, and I'll tell you why. It's not about the money. It's about no, the connections. No, no. It's about the connections. And when you see what the connections are, the money gets real small. Yep. Come connect with the Catamore Brothers. Well, we will. Buddy, thank you so much, Jerry. I got it. Thank you, Dennis. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for watching and listening to Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a weekly podcast starring Hot Springs Village, Arkansas. Visit the website at hotspringsvillageinsideout.com.